have hundreds of millions of Christians around this country and hundreds of Christians around the world. And I always tell people that, you know, freedom is something that we breathe. Freedom is something that we live. Freedom is something that we take for granted. In order to do the kinds of things that we do, in order to live the life that we live, I mean, the liberties that we have, are, we are a nation built on individual liberties. Individual liberties, individual rights. That's what the Bill of Rights is about. There's a reason why there was 10 in the Bill of Rights. Just like the principles that are in the Bill of Rights, the Ten Commandments that we have are the principles of the foundation of the Bible. And the Bible provides us, the Bible provides us with the fulfillment, just like our Constitution provides us with the fulfillment of who we are as a nation, who we are as a people. It's we the people. It's us. We're the ones that run this country, not Washington, D.C. thinking of the Bill of Rights when we did this. But no amendment, no amendment to the Constitution is absolute. God actually spoke to me. He spoke about sacredness. He said to me, Kim, what I place in many, many people is sacred. And if anybody touches what is sacred to me, then it is the end for them. So what I've done in the United States of America is sacred. And there are people on every side that are trying to destroy what I deem sacred. And it's not going to happen. This is the definition of criminal conspiracy, racketeering, and collusion. This is not a theory. This is evidence. Because I have upheld this country to spread the light to the rest of the world. When you choose to go against the sacred thing that God puts into the very heart and the soil of this nation, this was sacred to God. Now the time to This is exactly why I need some action for my people. Hello, everybody. It's an honor to be with you.
Guys, that is the Reawaken America tour with Clay Clark. I'm going to be there as well. That's July 8 and 9. Uh, go to thejoemobleyshow.com slash events to get your tickets. And you, you won't believe this. You actually get to name your own price. Thejoemobleyshow.com slash events for tickets to the Reawaken America tour stop in Virginia Beach. Get ready for the uncloseted conservative hour you've been waiting for. No censors, no fake news, just facts and the freedom to speak them. Friends, if you are still in the conservative closet, I've got one question for you. Why? We've sat in silence. We've been on the sidelines for years. How has it been working out? That's why it's an uncloseted conservative revolution right here, right now. Let's get into it. I'm Dr. Claire Craig. I'm a diagnostic oncologist and I am co-chair of the Heart Group. And I want to take you through the evidence that Pfizer just presented to the FDA on the six-month to four-year-old children. There's an awful lot about this trial that has shocked me, and I think will shock you too. The trial recruited 4,526 children aged from six months to four years old. 3,000 of these children did not make it to the end of the trial. That is a huge number, two-thirds of them. Why was there this drop-off? That needs to be answered. And without an answer to that, on that basis alone, this trial should be deemed null and void. So what did the trial show? Well, they defined severe COVID as children who had a slightly raised heart rate or a few more breaths per minute. There were six children aged two to four who had severe COVID in the vaccine group, but only one in the placebo group. So on that basis, the likelihood that this vaccine is actually causing severe COVID is higher than the likelihood that it isn't. There was actually one child who was hospitalized in this trial. They had a fever and a seizure. They had been vaccinated. So now let's turn to what they defined as any COVID. And what they did was to utterly twist the data. They vaccinated the children and they waited three weeks after the first dose before the second dose. In that three-week period, 34 of the vaccinated children got COVID and only 13 in the placebo group, which worked out as a 30% increased chance of catching COVID in that three-week period if you were vaccinated. So they ignored that data. And then there was an eight-week gap between the second dose and the third dose, where again, children were getting plenty of COVID in the vaccine arm, so they ignored that data. There was then seven weeks after the third dose, which they also ignored, which meant that in the end, they had ignored 97% of the COVID that occurred during the trial. And they just looked at tiny numbers, so tiny. In the end, they were comparing three children in the vaccine arm who had COVID with seven in the placebo arm. And they said that this showed the vaccine was effective. Welcome back to the Joe Mobley Show. Guys, I am Joe Mobley, your host. Thanks for joining us on the live show or listening on the podcast if you're listening to this uh, on replay. Guys, we're not on YouTube. We're not going to be on YouTube. I'm just, I'm limited to putting 
tiny little clips up there. But as you can see, as you probably deduced from the open, we're talking COVID. We're talking, um, it's you can loosely call them vaccinations if you want, ex experimental injections, whatever. We are talking about the fraud and death administration, the one and only FDA, uh, with longtime friend of the show, Mr. James Roguski. But first, we got to keep the lights on, guys. The Joe Mobley Show is presented by Birch Gold Group. You know them. I love them. Best in the biz for securing your hard-earned earnings uh, in precious metals IRAs. Text Mobley to 989898 uh, to figure out how you can roll over your 401k, your IRA, into a precious metals IRA today. All you got to do is text Mobley to 989898 and they've got a free information kit to tell you all about how you can make that happen. Guys, I am going to be in Virginia Beach with Clay Clark, with uh, General Flynn, with Mike Lindell, with uh, Donald J. Trump Jr., guys, and many, many more guests. That is the Reawaken America Tour. All you got to do to get tickets is go to djomobileshow.com slash events. That's July uh, 8, 9. I'm going to be there the 7th, the 8th, the 9th. I'm probably going to leave on the morning of the 10th. You've got to be there. You have to see this event. Uh, Dr. Simone Gold, she did get prosecuted and convicted. She is going to spend, I believe, two months um, in jail. Uh, but she's actually going to do her jail sentence after the conference. So she is going to be uh, presenting at the conference. So without further ado, let's get James Roguski up here to tell you all the latest and greatest uh, fraud perpetrated by the FDA. All that and more, and it all starts right now. There he is, Mr. James Roguski. How are you, sir? Thank you so much for having me. Um, there's an enormous amount of information. And so there's a fine line between, you know, just overloading people with details and given the bigger picture. And so let me start with the punchline and the summary and <clears throat> just, you know, the 30 second elevator pitch, I guess, or, or, or whatever you want to call it. Um, my God, the FDA and the pharmaceutical companies are liars. They're, They've committed fraud. The evidence was presented in public and the Vaccine Advisory Committee and the FDA just looked the other way. And so, um, you know, words are, you know, almost escape, you know, the level of just bold in your face, you know, just shove it into the face of the American public um, but what happens is the media takes that information and they, they don't spin it, they just lie. And I've known this for 30 years. I may or may not have ever told you this, and I will uh, clean it up a little bit for your audience. But uh, I had an experience with a station manager at a television station, a local affiliate in Providence, Rhode Island, almost 30 years ago now. And he basically, we got into a, a heated argument and, and he pulled me aside. He put his arm around me very condescendingly. He said, listen here, kiddo, um, let me help you out. We don't give an F about our viewers. Our advertisers pay the bills around here. Do you understand? Okay. Well, probably the two biggest advertisers for mainstream media are pharmaceutical companies and the government. The CARES Act and, and other government programs 
have spent well over a billion dollars paying the media to lie to the American public. And the pharmaceutical companies have been spending money, you know, on and on and on and on and on. And, and so we're in a situation where I was blessed to have that wake up call 30 years ago. And I realized that um, you really can't believe anything. You know, you, you have to make up your own mind. You have to try to get information from where you can. And I did something last week that I, I really don't normally do. Um, I was watching the eight hour long uh, vaccine advisory committee meeting. Now that's something I do, okay? But in the middle of it, it became so obvious to me that they were committing fraud that I published um, this article in the middle of the meeting before they voted. And I, I just wanted to make a point that, you know, watching the first half of the production, I could see the fraud, I could extract it, I could write an article and publish it before they voted. That's how obvious it was, okay? But they just chose to ignore it. Now, maybe they're just all blind, right? And I had a conversation with somebody this morning about, you know, there are drugs out there, you know, that just make people subservient and, and blind to what's going on. And, you know, maybe they're all drugged up and, and you know, they were unable to see it, right? But some of them talked about it and, and, and they saw that, you know, the evidence wasn't good. And these scientific advisors on this committee talked more about messaging and offering people the choices that they wanted than doing, you know, what they were supposed to be doing, which was, you know, discussing the actual science. And so the fraud is blatantly obvious. And, you know, it's really come down to, I think, uh, a form of what Charles Darwin talked about, um, not necessarily survival of the fittest. Um, maybe it's that if fitness is gullibility, okay, um, if, if people are going to continue to die because they've been jabbed, um, maybe the human race will end up being significantly less gullible when all of this is over. Because the people who are falling for this kind of fraud, okay, at, at this level, um, you know, I, 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 I'll, I'll be happy to dive into the details of it um, because, you know, people do want to know. So what I did is I resurrected uh, a domain that I had put up a year ago called Pandemic of the Vaccinated. And vaccinated spelled with two X's, okay? So pandemicofthevaccinated.com. If you just go to my Substack, jamesruguski.substack.com, the first article that's up there is Pandemic of the Vaccinated. And so I made a one-page flyer that I haven't counted them. You know, it depends on how you want to count it. There's probably 50 line items are, that are just fraudulent. Okay. Um, it's it, click on James Ruguski and then go to the uh, first article, um, and uh, it should uh, pop up where I, I've got a you know it's a graphic that you can share digitally, or it's a PDF that you can download and print out into a one sheeter, and you know if you want to try to help people who want to know, 
uh, there you go, click on that one and scroll down just a smidge and maybe make it bigger so people can see it. There you go. Um, you know, that's fine. Uh, you should be able to make that larger. That uh, When you click on it, it, it just uh, becomes easily downloadable. <clears throat> um, now, the subtitle on this um, graphic where it says, over 75% of children have already been exposed to SARS and have developed natural immunity. That was actually information that they presented, the FDA presented to the committee meeting, and they just didn't really care. It, it, I mean, the, the subtitle on this really what we says- all inconvenient facts. Okay. And, and, you know, their attitude is, well, you know, inject them anyways, right? They don't need it. Um, in injecting them is going to actually, in my opinion, trigger a response, but actually imbalance their immune system and, and make them more susceptible. Um, if you go down below the four uh, gray boxes, and we'll get into some more like general things. Um, number six, um, well, I'll take that back. Um, number four. Um, well, no, you went too far. It's just on the very bottom of the of the uh, um, thing. Yeah, there's ten items uh, just on the bottom of that. Number four, I think, is a big one. Uh, on September second, the CDC changed the definition of the word vaccine. Now. That should make people go, hmm, what's going on here? When you start changing the definition of terms in the middle of a study, right, in, in the middle of an issue, you, you got to ask yourself, what in the world is going on, okay? Um, if I could get you to scroll down from here, go below the videos, and then you'll see where I actually got the screenshots. I went to the Wayback Machine, um, and... Uh, just below the videos, there is a newspaper, and then just below that uh, are some screenshots. Oh, right, there you go. Oh, too far. Okay. Um, you know, people should know what immunity is. The word immunity, um, if you go up just a little tiny bit, um, the word immunity means that if you come into contact with a pathogen, you will not get infected. So if someone is immune, it, it means that they're not going to get infected. And so on September 1st, if you um, go up to, uh, oh, no, okay, you're good. On September 1st, um, the definition was that a vaccine would produce or result in immunity, which means you will not be infected with the disease. On the second, they changed it to say, well, you're going to get an immune response. Well, I could inject you with chicken soup and you're going to get an immune response. I can inject you with anything under the sun and you're going to get an immune response. That's not really a measurement of you know, the benefit from the injection. That's just a measurement of... Classic manipulation. This isn't science. This is antithetical to science. They are changing all of the particulars of the study to fit the nonsense conclusion that they want to include scraping out participants, you know, having one out of three uh, people kind of show up. Uh, yeah, so this if is you, nonsense. If you scroll down, if you scroll down a little, 
Um, these are the screenshots from the Wayback Machine, okay? If anyone's familiar with archive.org, they take snapshots of websites, and so you can go and see what they used to be. So that's what it was on September 1st. You can see in the black and yellow. If you scroll down, you can see what they changed it to. Um, but if you keep scrolling down until you get to where it talks about immunobridging, right? What they ultimately did, and, and this is something that people, um, yeah, keep, keep going down a um, little bit more. Um, what the um, doctor who you played the video clip at the beginning, a um, little bit further, you, you got a ways down to go until you get to immunobridging. There's a video that says immunobridging. Um, I, should, I should work harder here or uh, smarter. <laughs> um, there we go. No, no, a little, a little further, a little further. We're looking for a video that says immunobridging. Um, keep going down. There's a bunch of stuff here. We'll come back to all of that in a moment. Um, immunobridging is a concept that, oh, now you've gone too far. Oh. oh. Uh, let's see here. So up a little bit from that. You're looking for a video. The, the search is not going to help you here because it's part of a video. Um, there you go. There you go. Okay. Um, if uh, if that is something that you can play and, and it'll work for you on your live stream, this is a video worth watching. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we can play that. Uh, now, StreamYard, I've reached out to you guys several times. If I shared the whole screen, I got no sound. If I share an individual tab, I've got sound. Guys, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, but here we go. Uh, back in the game. A letter from the U.S. FDA has stoked the public debate over immunobridging. The letter, which was written in response to the Taiwan FDA, said the U.S. was still assessing immunobridging and that it was, quote, not possible to have a position at the current time. United Daily News reported Thursday that the letter was a clear repudiation of Taiwan's regulatory authority, which has approved the use of immunobridging by local COVID vaccine makers. But the central government points out that the U.S. had taken no position at all. Immunobridging is a method of demonstrating the efficacy of a vaccine. It involves comparing the immune response triggered by a local vaccine candidate with the response induced by the AstraZeneca jab. Last week, the FDA authorized immunobridging as a way to demonstrate COVID vaccine efficacy in the absence of phase three trials. It confirmed Thursday that it had sent letters to US, EU, and Japan regulators asking for their position on immunobridging. The US FDA wrote back stating that it was still discussing approaches to immunobridging and that an official position was not yet possible. Its letter was leaked to the press this week fueling controversy over the immunobridging method. The CECC responded on Thursday. What they said, what the U.S. is saying, is that they are still discussing immunobridging and its feasibility, so they don't have an official position on it for the time being. The main issue is that they have not reached a definite conclusion, and so they can't provide a clear position. Generally speaking, people are reading into the U.S. FDA's reply and arriving at different opinions. It doesn't say no to immunobridging. It says that at the present stage, the FDA cannot offer an official position on the matter. Infectious diseases expert Huang Liming says that even if immunobridging were not approved by the U.S. FDA, Taiwanese COVID vaccines would still be able to get international certification elsewhere. 
this situation will continue changing because as more scientific evidence comes out, these countries might change their minds. In any case, we can still seek out countries that support this method and apply for certification and authorization there. That would still be a form of international recognition. Epidemiologist Wang Renxin says vaccines that haven't cleared phase three trials can be kept on backup for use in an emergency, but he argues that Um, one clarification on that particular video is that when they first said the FDA, they were talking about the Taiwanese FDA, and um, uh, the 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 goings on, you know, about a year ago was well, when the Taiwanese were developing their own vaccine, the FDA was like, well, now wait a minute, you know, we're not sure that we like that, right? And so the reason why they weren't sure that they like that is the CDC's definition of what a vaccine would do is that it, it would give people immunity. Well, they had to change the definition to say, well, it's just going to trigger an immune response because what immunobridging essentially is, is a measurement that you got an immune response not a measurement of whether or not that immune response actually made you immune, right? And so what they're trying to pull is, well, they're injecting people with the Wuhan strain, they're triggering antibodies to the Wuhan strain, but those antibodies don't do jack for anybody right now because the Wuhan strain is extinct and is not circulating. And so it took the US a while to change their definition and this is a very important point that you're focusing on right now, so make that bigger. In the Pfizer study with little um, six-month-old babies, they based their approval on blood samples of antibodies to the Wuhan strain in just 80 children. There were almost 1,200 kids in that group in the study, and they measured um, antibodies in 80 of them. And that's enough to vaccinate the world. Uh, they think I think they got 140 in the older group, two to four-year-old, and they ignored the simple fact that you know one injection caused an increase of 30% in children being diagnosed with COVID, and and so they measured antibodies in the blood. They recognized that 30% of the children who were injected, 30% higher, you know, larger number, were diagnosed with COVID, but they still were able to lie and say immunobridging is good for you. And, and you know, the statistics actually, actually showed that after the first dose, more children, you know, 30% more, um, got COVID. And, and so the lie is so blatant and the doctor that you played, um, you know, at the beginning of the show talked about, you know, 97% of the data. Well, they actually threw out all of the data because they didn't determine for sure, you know, it didn't save any lives. It actually increased hospitalizations. Um, the first shot increased COVID diagnoses by 30%. So they said, well, that stuff doesn't look good. Let's not look at that. Let's look at immunobridging, and they based the entire thing on on something that required them to change the definition 
of what a vaccine does. Now, this is something they already knew because when they sent, I forget if it was the CDC or the FDA, it doesn't matter, but when they sent the safety data for, I believe it's 18 to 49-year-olds to the Senate at their request, they first tried to redact it and then it got unredacted. It said that the harm reduction factor was 0.0%. So... They kind of already knew this probably before they even started the study. There was going to be no, I forget what they call it. They call it a health benefit or harm reduction benefit, something like that. They knew it was zero. Well, by law, um, they have to prove, and if, if, you, if we can go down for a little bit and show the Moderna numbers, um, got to give Moderna a little bit of credit. They used about 200 people instead of 80 and 140. Um, but it's the same thing. It was essentially based on 230 or 260 um, children. And, and so you have to realize that the FDA on their website state that they expect far in excess of 3,000 participants in a study to approve a, a vaccine. Okay. It used to be that you had to do it for 10 years and you used to have to show 90% efficacy, okay, in, in stopping um, infection. And all of that has just completely gone out the window, right? And it would be one thing if there truly was an emergency, but little children don't die from COVID. There is no emergency. And so there is no justification for an emergency use authorization if there's no emergency. Okay. Now, if we could go back up to the top where the flyer is, just go all shoot way up to the top. And um, there are aspects of what happened here um, where many people are unaware um, that the Pfizer recommendations that were approved were three jabs. And each of the Pfizer injections has three micrograms of the uh, lipid nanoparticle, you know, mRNA, right? Moderna has over eight times as much. It's three micrograms compared to 25. The Fed is breathing down the stock market's neck. Investors are unloading risks like you wouldn't believe. Don't take my word for it. Just pull up your investment account and watch your portfolio go down like a fuel meter in a car with a hole in the gas tank. Despite widespread agreement that inflation was not going to happen, Bidenomics has swept the nation and has met one thing and one thing only, out of control inflation. Energy costs are up, fuel costs are up, rent, mortgages are up, and gas has risen to heights never reached in our nation's more than 240-year history. Maybe you thought crypto was the answer. Today, crypto is in a full-blown crash, with Bitcoin down 75% from its $68,000 yearly high, setting around $21,000 today. Guys, Forbes says a crypto winter is coming. This is bad, really bad. Before you throw up your hands in utter frustration, grab your cell phone and text Mobley to 989898. Once you do that, help is delivered directly to your phone in the form of a free info kit from Birch Gold. 
No one knows precious metals investing like the experts over at Birch Gold, and they're standing by ready to guide you through rolling over your traditional IRA or 401k into their tax-sheltered precious metals IRAs. Guys, you got to do this today. Text Mobley to 989898 to learn how. Help is just a text away. Text Mobley to 989898 before it's too late. Listen, I've got thousands and thousands of followers on social media, and maybe you're one of them. Maybe you're on Twitter, Getter, Truth, Facebook, who knows? Maybe you've sent me a message and you never heard back. Maybe you wish there were a more exclusive app where I posted my most personal interactions, did Zoom hangouts and other things with fans of the show. That's exactly what's happening over in my Locals community. Locals is a social media platform you need to join and join today. Locals is the first social media platform built not just for users, but for content creators as well. They know creators like me want to own our content, speak freely, and interact with our audience. Really connect. That's you. Join my Locals community today by downloading the Locals app and searching for Joe Mobley or going to thejoemobleyshow.com slash locals. If you want to experience the internet done right, get exclusive access to content, discount codes, early product launches, and more, join my Locals community today, thejoemobleyshow.com slash locals. So here are some things we know. We know Joe Biden is doing a terrible job as president. We know gas prices are so high, used bike sales have gone through the roof. We know Biden inflation is continuing to drive our economy into the ground. We also know Mike Lindell over at MyPillow makes the best pillows on the market. But I bet you didn't know this. MyPillow has hundreds of products that aren't even pillows. While poor leadership in the White House is causing prices to soar in virtually every industry, Mike and his team at MyPillow are working hard to do just the opposite. In fact, if you go to MyPillow.com slash Mobley right now, you'll see just what I'm talking about. Pillows, bathrobes, sleepwear, and more at record low prices. You worked hard to help Mike defeat cancel culture. Now he's working hard to help you get the best quality products for the absolute lowest price. Go to www.mypillow.com slash Mobley or type in promo code Mobley anywhere on the website. Mobley is spelled M-O-B-L-E-Y. Go to mypillow.com slash Mobley and save today. And so one would look at that and go, well, you know, that's obviously more. Um, it may have, you know, a stronger effect on the body, but it may also cause many, many more side effects. And so the numbers kind of bore that out. Um, in the small children, the children who got the injection were 500% as likely to have a severe adverse event. And within the different age groups that got the injections, the smaller children were 294% more likely to get severe adverse reactions than the older children in the group. And think about this. If you inject a six-month-old who weighs maybe 15 pounds and you inject a, a five-year-old who might be 40, 50, 60 pounds, okay, just the body weight difference, why would you give the same 
dose, which is eight times as big as Pfizer's dose, um, to to a five year old and an infant. It, it, it I, I am just beside myself with what I am afraid is going to happen when parents choose Moderna because Moderna lied again. And you know, if you, if you weren't watching the whole eight hour production, you didn't get the flavor of what was going on there. They asked for a series of two shots where that's what Pfizer was hoping for. Okay. Pfizer was hoping to do two shots, but clearly their trial with two shots didn't work. And, and so they changed their trial and they went for a third shot and then they cooked all the numbers and they got approval for a three-shot series. Moderna and the FDA presented evidence that... That's the FDA calling to shut us down. Yeah, really. <laughs> they're, um, they're calling they, to tell James to shut his mouth. <laughs> Maybe they, they'll give um, you a big check. I won't take it. Um, the um, Moderna's two-shot study, they actually presented evidence that showed, well, you know, we only looked at it for like a month or two after the shot. And, you know, the body gets a, a response and the antibodies go up. But then if you keep watching, you know, they stopped, they cut off the trial, they stopped looking, but they did present evidence in other age groups that if you keep watching, the effect goes down and down and down, and then it becomes a negative effect. And so they know that they're going to have to do a booster, but they sold it as a two-shot series, knowing, and they're probably going to have a meeting uh, this coming Tuesday, the 28th of June, they're coming out with what they call a bivalent booster, right? And they're going to try to get that approved. And, and the idea with that is they're going to still include the Wuhan um, mRNA, but then they're going to add in Omicron mRNA, even though, you know, we've moved on to stealth Omicron and BA23456, whatever the heck is coming next. They want to put a concoction of the two together and get that mixture approved without any kind of long-term testing, okay? And, and so the fear is that that's going to trigger this universal vaccine protocol where they can just keep switching out the mRNA, you know, as they wish and just, you know, oh, you need another shot, you need another shot, you need another shot. That's not actually providing protection for people. What it's doing is it's making their immune system weaker and weaker and weaker. And the data coming out of England, which they have a little bit better data, uh, is that the people in England who have been triple jabbed were four times as likely to get COVID as people who were not jabbed. And their immune response was, you know, 80% lower than normal. And, and so the injections are not helping people. They're harming people. For, you know, in addition to the obvious harm, right, it's imbalancing everyone's immune system. So they're more vulnerable to anything and everything you could imagine. And, and so... Now, why would a pharmaceutical company want people's immune system suppressed so that they could get sick. That that sounds super unethical and immoral. What what would a pharmaceutical company stand to gain from hundreds of millions of people being sick with various illnesses? I, I can't connect those dots. 
Joe, you asked such good questions. I don't know. What, what do you think? Do you think that the pharmaceutical, are you, Joe, are you saying that the pharmaceutical model is to take patients, confuse them, give them poison and tell them that that poison will make their symptoms go away temporarily um, so that they actually become more sick and become better customers? Is that what I you're mean, saying, Joe? Because that's what I'm saying. I, I don't exactly have an MBA from Harvard, but you know, problem number one in the business, the cost of acquisition, getting the customer. Problem number two, you got the customer. How do you get a customer to remain a customer? This is yeah. like business 101. Add in a little fraud, uh, a little a morally ambiguous leadership, and then you got Pfizer. Now, what I'm about to say may fly in the face of what a lot of people say, okay? Um, I, I don't think that the pharmaceutical industry wants to kill people because honestly, that's that looks bad and it's bad for business. Um, this biological weapon is an amazingly well-crafted um, weapon to make it so that it's really hard to pin down and connect the problems that people get, you know, a month, two months, two years, three years, you know, down the road to these injections. It goes everywhere in the body. It, it makes changes that don't, you know, ideally don't instantaneously kill people. Now, one of the things that I think is happening with the instantaneous stuff, if you're aware of the concept of um, aspiration when someone is injecting a needle into an arm, uh, if you just kind of sort of think about it, you don't need to be a anatomy expert. You don't need to be a doctor or anything. If we, somebody we speaks, also don't recommend you do it like Taiwan because they they wear a mask in the newsroom, but they don't wear gloves when they inject people with vaccines. <laughs> I, I don't recommend that. But aspirations. If aspiration is um, a practitioner, a nurse, or a doctor when they're injecting a needle, they inject, put the needle in, pull the plunger back. And if a clear fluid came into the syringe, it would mean, okay, you're probably in muscle. You're probably not in a large artery or vein. You know, if you're trying to do something intravenously, you pull it out and you want there to be blood. So, you know, you're in the vein or an artery. So if you just randomly stick in needles in people, which is basically what they're doing. Okay. You have to realize that every tissue in the body has, you know, little tiny capillaries, and the arteries are, are you know, coming into the capillaries and, and the veins are headed back to the heart. And, and so depending upon where you hit it, if you hit an artery, a large one that was headed down, bringing blood into the arm, you see pictures of people who have horrible issues with the, the limb, the arm, where they were injected. And then that tells me, Oh, they caught an artery that was feeding um, downward into the into the arm. If if it's just random, some of the compounds are going to go into the lymph and they'll go under the lymph nodes, you know, under the arm, and your immune system will be dealing with that. Probably cause a lot of immune problems, but that's exactly what you know they are hoping for. But the third case is you catch a vein, and so anything that's going into a vein is making a straight line right back to the heart. That's what veins do, okay? And so for the people who have, you know, the immediate heart problem, you know, I think it's just one out of a thousand, one out of 10,000, whatever the number is, they stuck the vein in and that person was unlucky 
um, a lot of what was in there went right to the heart and, and, and caused the immediate problem. Now, that's conjecture, right? But the point is, they're sticking in your arm. They don't really know where it's going. And all of the studies have shown that it goes everywhere in the body, into the brain, into the, all the different organs, the skin, everywhere else, bone, bone marrow, you name it. It goes everywhere. That's how it was designed. And, and so as a biological weapon, if the person well, doesn't they, they die... They said that you weren't supposed to find this material in, in, they in, in any part of the body. Maybe that they was Johnson lied. & Johnson that said that before their vaccine got recalled. Well, Johnson & Johnson had a different delivery mechanism. Okay. Yeah, arguably. Um, it, it, it's probably less likely to cause <laughs> those problems. Okay. Um, but, but the whole point is, as a biological weapon, as a, as a um, customer acquisition tool, okay? Oh, it's phenomenally well-designed because we're giving it away for free, okay? Even though the Federal Reserve is printing money to give to the pharmaceutical companies digitally, um, and you're paying for it through inflation and, and all of the other things that come from just you know creating money out of nothing. Um, at the point of acceptance, no money changes hands right there. So it appears to be free, even though it's way from, you know, far from free. And just think about the people who have had some type of harm and the amount of money that their insurance companies or their Medicare, their Medicaid or out of pocket or, you know, whatever it may be, um, the, the billions and billions and billions of dollars that are going into the what I call the hospital, medical, pharmaceutical, media, government, industrial complex, um, they've got customers that are becoming spectacularly good, high-paying customers. They don't want them to die because that, you know, then they're not customers anymore. Um, you're seeing that in numbers, you know, borne out by overall death um, rates, and you're seeing uh, funeral directors and embalmers, you know, starting to have very strange stories that they're talking about. And, you know, I think probably the weakest part of their plan is once the insurance companies go, hey, wait a minute, um, we can't afford to spend, you know, all this money on, on health coverage and life insurance. Um, you know, I'm surprised nobody's been talking about health insurance premium rates that are about to skyrocket because with all of the damage that this is causing, the money that is going to be flowing through uh, the health insurance companies, I, I think you're going to be seeing a lot of insurance companies going belly up and, you know, um, Berkshire Hathaway and all of the companies, all the country, uh, investment firms that you know, think of insurance as like the best, uh, safest, you know, biggest investment because you know, quite frankly, it's a ripoff to begin with. Um, I, I think what's what's ultimately going to happen is the insurance companies are going to fold, and and that's going to just mess up the entire economy because that's where so much money is invested. Um, they can't keep paying these healthcare costs. It's it's just gonna it's gonna fall apart. I was literally just watching um, 
who was I just watching? Uh, Bowtie guy. He was talking about the insurance companies. Oh my gosh, what is his name? There's a couple of different Bowtie uh, guys. David Martin? David Martin. <laughs> Thank you. I was just watching David Martin. I made it about halfway through his presentation about the, the insurance companies and insurance of all kinds. So much of it is a scam from car, from, from medical uh, life. It's, yeah. Anyway, it's a, it's a wonderful it's a wonderful story, and and so you know coming back to these um, studies with children, uh, you know I put together a one sheet document that is what an honest, um, I'll say injector, okay, someone who is giving the injections um, should inform people about, right? If if you told someone who's bringing in their six month old infant. Well, you know, um, it's not FDA approved. It's only been uh, authorized for emergency use. So it has not been proven to be safe and effective. And, you know, actually, it made it more likely for kids to get uh, COVID after the first shot and five times more likely to have an adverse response. And in the Moderna um, one, it was 38% of children are going to have an adverse event that requires medical attention. So would you like to book your follow-up visit for tomorrow? Okay, because there's a one out of three chance that you're gonna be back because you're scared because your child has a fever and they're crying and you know they've got pain and they're not eating. Um, those are the numbers from the statistics. Okay. And you know, by the it, way, it doesn't suppress your immune system, but there is a 30% chance you'll get COVID. Um, <laughs> There's no studies about combining these injections with the other childhood injections. And so for parents who take their kids to their well baby, you know, uh, pediatrician appointment, and the pediatrician says, oh, well, while you're here, let's jab up your kid a couple of more times, All right? These parents are, are in for an absolute horrible wake-up call. Not all of them, you know, some kids are going to be very resilient and they'll tough their way through it. Um, but the long-term problems are completely unknown. The short-term ones become very obvious. Um, in, in one of the studies, it was like 95% of the kids had at least one, you know, adverse event. Um, the, the real problem is the parents that at some point are going to, hold themselves responsible for making a very, very bad decision. And there's not going to be anybody there uh, helping them with the costs of caring for a vaccine injured child. And, you know, the emotional toll is, is deeper and, and, and worse than the financial toll. But, you know, most people are just barely making it, making it by right now. Um, you, you add in medical costs on top of this, it's going to break so many families. And, you know, I honestly think it's going to break insurance companies too. That's how bad it is because, you know, babies are resilient, but insurance companies are really resilient. Okay. And, and so, you know, when the insurance companies start falling, um, that's when you know that we've really got some trouble. Definitely. I mean, that's, you know, that's 2008, you know, when, um, you know, the main, was it, um, I forget the name of it, it was AI something. Um, uh, when when the insurance companies are unable to meet their obligations, um, everybody everybody ends up in panic. 
because you know if if thieves are not able to profit um, because their uh, calculations went bad because of medical interventions, um, then you know you've got you've got some serious trouble. You know, I just had a barbecue at my house and. There were a bunch of people over. There was a really old person, yeah, really old, in their, we'll say, 80s. And they were actually really uh, regretful that they got the vaccine and they, they felt bullied by their, their younger... They wanted to see uh, their grandchildren, their children, uh, you know... Uh-huh. They, they they wanted to get back to normal life. They actually got bullied by, and I'll, I'll say it, they're, they're woke worried, you know, uh, people. And it just really, it just really upset me because the science isn't there. I'm not talking about the trademark Dr. Fauci science. I'm I'm talking about the facts to get these jabs. Uh, Stop telling them vaccines. They're not vaccines. If you change the definitions of everything, you know, we we end up with what is a woman. Uh, Mm -hmm. they're, They're not vaccines. They are science experiments. And no one knows what the heck is going on. Like, I don't accept that I'm an anti-vaxxer. We we lived this lifestyle long before, you know, Candace Owens was speaking out against it. My wife read this book. I think it's called The Vaccine Book. And it just has the facts about aluminum deposits and, and uh, the smorgasbord of ingredients. And you think government regulated means really strict processes. And then you find out in these vaccines that they're pumping into every man, woman, and child to be a part of the public school system, to play sports, to, to live in life and, and to flourish. You have to do these things. I got whatever the standard schedule was from an 80s kid. I got all of those vaccines. And luckily, I'm, I'm here and worked around. And you look at the standard schedule. I mean, when you were a kid, it was probably what a couple of shots, and it's um, yeah. I'm 62. I was born in 1960. Um, I obviously don't remember, you know, the really really youthful ones. I do have a foggy memory of what I believe was a polio shot. You know, I've got the scar on the side of my arm. Um, after 1970 or so, you, you may not have received that. Um, uh, I have, to the best of my knowledge, never in my life um, taken an antibiotic. Uh, I last went to a medical doctor when I was a teenager. Uh, you could not pay me to go to a medical doctor. Um, I have not had health insurance forever. Uh, Obamacare be damned. Uh, and um, the, the issue is um, I'm healthy because I avoid doctors. Uh, I don't take any pharmaceutical medications. Um, you know, I've gone to a chiropractor from time to time. Uh, I'd be happy to go to uh, an acupuncturist or you know nutritionist or or whatever. Um, what people don't realize is we are about the sickest country in the world because of pharmaceuticals. And when people That's realize fact. when people realize the business plan, okay, the business plan is you come in, you tell the doctor what your problem is. And they don't ask you questions about why that might be. Like, what are you doing? What are you not? I mean, it basically boils down to two things. What are you doing and what are you not doing, right? And and the, the core answer to almost everything is, well, whatever you're doing, stop it. 
whatever you're not doing, you might want to consider starting because something's out of whack, right? And we could go, we could have a day long show about how an investigative medical advisor would just ask questions. And it's amazing. I've had so many conversations with people and they tell you exactly what the cause is, right? It's kind of like if you treated your, um, if your mechanic treated you the way your doctor does, right? You go to your mechanic and, and you go, hey, um, that light on my dashboard, it's really a pain in my butt, right? It's bothering me. Could you please fix the light? Well, if he took you literally, he could remove the lamp. He could take out the fuse. He could disconnect the circuit. He could cut the wire. He could put some duct tape over it, right? Hey, that light will never bother you again. Nobody stops to go, well, wait a minute. It, my mechanic doesn't operate that way. My mechanic puts a computer diagnostic thing in and he goes, oh, yeah, you're, you got to change this, that, or the other under the hood. You go fix the problem. You address the cause. The light on the dashboard is just the warning. The symptom that you walk in with is the warning light. The drug that your doctor prescribes messes up some enzyme system that stops the warning light. So now you've got two diseases. You've got whatever you've walked in with, okay? He gives it some Latin name, right? And now you're all confused. Oh my God, I thought I had muscle pain, but now I got fibromyalgia. Well, myo and algia means muscle pain in Latin, right? So you walk in thinking you got muscle pain. You walk out not realizing that he just translated that into Latin to confuse the crap out of you, right? And now you're taking a drug that messes up an enzyme system. You're being poisoned, literally. So whatever was causing the problem is still causing the problem, but now the light isn't going on and, and you're moving forward into life now with two problems, the original problem and a new poison. And a couple of months later, you'll have some liver trouble and some kidney trouble, and then you get another poison and another poison and another poison. You're never going to get out of that circle, on, you know, spiral, downward spiral, until you go, wait a minute, um, this doctor's trying to, he's not trying to kill you. He's trying to make you keep coming. Well, let's book your next appointment. We need a liver test. We need a CT scan. We, you know, we need a blood test. You know, come, oh, you got to come in. You got to come back. 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 That's that's why co healthcare costs are so high, and that's why people are so ill. If your mechanic did that, if your mechanic said, "Oh yeah, you know," five minutes later. He, he took the fuse out and that light won't ever go on anymore. But you, you go a few miles down the road and you blow an engine. Oh, well, now he's got some car surgery to do, right? Mm -hmm. And and so, I mean, you know, I've spoken with people who, um, you know, they talk to their, I mean, if you talk to a surgeon, okay, you're either getting surgery or nothing, okay? You know, you, you talk to a radiologist, you're getting some kind of scan or nothing, right? None of them say, well, I wonder what you were doing or I wonder what you were not doing or a combination thereof that would have prevented the problem. Oh, yeah, you know, you really should put oil in the crankcase. Maybe that's why your engine's grinding, okay? You know, maybe you should put some good food in your body and things will run more smoothly. Maybe you shouldn't put all those toxic pharmaceuticals in your body and you won't be feeling crappy all the time. Um, so... And, and I, until people wake up to that, and you know the injections are just 
a wonderfully crafted um, uh, customer acquisition program. Oh, yeah. So I'm not quite on your level yet. I, st- I still begrudgingly go to the doctor. The doctor I trust most is my chiropractor. That's the one that I see on a regular basis. Keeps your, um, head, keeps your head screwed on straight. That's good. Yeah. And the rest of it, I mean, we, my wife found a really crunchy doctor. So we have a really crunchy investigative type doctor who, you know, will say, eat this or stop doing that. Try this. He, he doesn't want to prescribe drugs. We don't want to take drugs. It's perfect. But guys, James nailed it. There is a scam. We, for all of the technological advances, for all of the money and junk pumped into our society, we are the sickest society, the fattest, the unhealthiest, and we have illnesses that plague basically every man, woman, and child. Everyone is taking a fistful of pills, and and I've, I've had it. You know, same thing, OBGYN, you know, they... They train so much for these surgeries and these medical interventions. They don't even want to just deliver babies. They want to cut them out or, or use some kind of medical apparatus. Joe, um, I've, I've got to interrupt you, and I, I do have to leave. Um, I was just told that one of our neighbors gave us a call. Um, she has taken a fall, and so um, I'm going to have to leave and see if we can uh, help her out in whatever she needs. Um, oh, yeah, definitely. You know, I, I, I fear that, you know, the beginnings of, you know, people who've been jabbed, having health problems. Uh, um, thank you so much for your time. You know, we're just about at an hour, but um, I, I got a little bit of a neighborhood emergency that I got to I gotta get a move along for. So um, yeah, thank for you so sure. much. I hope and, everything's well with um, the neighbor. Um, everybody can call me at 310-619-3055 and check out Pandemic of the Vaccinated with two X's, um, dot com. And uh, thanks a lot, y'all. Appreciate it. Awesome. Thanks, Jim. Have a good one. All right. Uh, but yeah, just like I was going to say, uh, we go to the doctor less less and less. Uh, we, we really, really try and stay out of the doctor's office um, but the whole thing with uh, the whole thing with childbirth. Look at the complication rate uh, with childbirth here in the United States, and it's absolutely atrocious. There's no for all of our medical advances, for all of the stuff that we have, we have more botched childbirths, more uh, dead babies, uh, irreparable harm done to mom and or baby than any other country. Like, it's literally absurd. And it's because, uh, it, it's just like Jim said, you talked to a radiologist, you were getting some some radiation pumped into you. They want to do some scan. You talk to you talk to an OBGYN, they're not in the business of catching babies anymore. They're, they're in the business of cutting babies out. They're in the business of giving drugs to induce labor. And it's all a bunch of nonsense. Like, we've got to get away from this. We have got to get back to just just simple things, just the simplicity of it all. You know, go on a walk, get some sunshine, do the grounding, make sure that your body is physically connected to the planet. Your body does run on electrical impulse, people. This is a fact. Your heart 
Your heart doesn't stop. It has an irregular or dangerous rhythm. And what do they do? They electrocute you. They shock you because there's an electrical impulse that, that operates the body. There's an electrical impulse in the world. This isn't hippie stuff. Putting your body into physical contact with dirt, with stone, with grass. Uh, it, it's, it's so simple of science that you can just understand it. So the experts want to say that it's not the case uh, because there's got to be some delineation between us and them. There's got to be something that Fauci is capable of understanding that you are not. There's got to be some truth that Neil deGrasse Tyson is capable of discerning, is capable of understanding that a layperson is not. Uh, and I'm here to tell you that is trash, okay? The, the most brilliant minds among us, Aristotle didn't believe that. Socrates didn't believe that. This is, this is a uniquely American or a Western uh, post-enlightenment nonsense idea. Um, and everyone is warned of it, this expert class. The expert class is going to be the death of this country um, where you know I can't be trusted to make any decisions. I have to offload it to some government entity, to some committee, to some agency. You know, I, I, a guy kept bashing to get on the show uh, and I, I had to turn this guy down. He, he, he wants to run for president and he wants to say that everything needs to be run through an app. You know, pure democracy where everyone just gets to just vote on an app and boom, that's the decision. Um, you know, discernment off the table, wisdom off the table. And for stuff that's classified or dangerous or stuff that's very uh, scientifically intricate, to call in the expert class. The president has no say. The town council has no say. The citizen has no say. You just bring together this group of experts, like the group of expert uh, warriors, the group of expert generals that got together in the Pentagon and came up with the Afghanistan debacle nonsense. This guy wanted the world to be run that way. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, so I, I completely agree, again, with James. Stay away from hospitals. Stay away from doctors unless you absolutely have to. Um, whatever the media is calling something, whatever the establishment is calling something, it's almost exclusively the opposite of what they say. Um, so they try and say alternative medicine to give it this negative you know, connotation that this is bad, this is hippie-ish or whatever. Um, they, they always attack chiropractors. They always, always, always attack holistic health uh, medical professionals. Um, you, you look at the the L&D nurse versus the midwife. Uh, midwives know a lot more about labor, about postpartum care than, than your typical L&D nurse. Um, you know, you look at L&D ward versus a, versus a birthing center, um, and they're always trying to discourage you from, from seeking out these things. They're always trying to discourage you. It, it's really social manipulation. It, it, it's bullying you, trying to make you feel stupid, trying to make you feel insecure that you want to check out a birthing center or um, you've had this problem that's plagued you for years and doctors have given you 12 different drugs and they've tried maybe a surgery or two um, and you came across you know, you, you came across a YouTube video that's got you thinking about going to see a chiropractor. Uh, you know, doctors that have done things that a lot of people call healing, but it's not. It's just getting things back into alignment. I'm talking people that have been plagued uh, with 
with pain all throughout their body that felt like uh, nerve disorders, maybe cystic fibrosis, people that have um, been mechanically deaf in one or both ears, blind in one or both eyes, and, and for years and years and years, and they go and they see a chiropractor and they get adjusted for about 45 minutes, uh, and, and that whole chapter of their life uh, is over, and they're, they're healed, is what they say. This is not something that drugs can do or not something that surgeries can do. You look at the outcomes for back surgery. I'm one of those guys. I'm one of those military guys that has a bad back. There is no one on earth that is going to talk me into getting uh, one of these nonsense back surgeries um, where there is. it's more likely than not that your pain will be the same. It will persist and will possibly be worse than it ever was post-surgery. Why people get these surgeries, I will never understand. Uh, when I was a green suitor, when I was in, I wasn't allowed to to officially tell people you should not have this type of surgery. But I told everyone that would listen that there is no power on earth that would convince me to have the surgery. You know, if my wife asked me to do it, if if my pastor and and all of my friends and family and blah 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 blah. No, um, guys, don't do this stuff, but do. Come to the Reawaken America Tour. Let's get that back on the screen one more time. Guys, thanks so much for sticking with us for this episode of The Joe Mobley Show. I am Joe Mobley, your host. Again, the show is sponsored by Birch Gold. Text Mobley 989898 to get your free information kit. Also, a huge thanks for MyPillow for being a sponsor of the show. Guys, MyPillow's got the best products. I am today wearing the MyPillow. Uh, my slippers, boom, the moccasin ones. Got them on uh, today. Guys, my pillow, Mike Lindell over there, they sell a ton of stuff, robes, sheets, uh, bath towels, just things that you wouldn't even think. The My favorite sweatshirt, and I sell sweatshirts, but my favorite sweatshirt is this like impossibly soft, just plain, you know, logoless sweatshirt, which... If if you're into if gray man means anything to you, then uh, my pillow's got some stuff for for us gray men uh, out there. So that's all I'll say about that. Uh, promo code is Mobley. You can use it at checkout to get up to sixty six percent off, or you can just go to mypillow.com slash Mobley, uh, and the discounts will be applied in the forward facing part of the site. Guys, tickets are running out of sale. All right. Wait a minute now. Is Virginia Beach out? No, Virginia Beach. They, I talked to Clay yesterday. He said they've got um, less than 800 tickets. Guys, I've been in this venue. Uh, it is a huge, huge, huge venue. And those last, uh, you know, now today, fewer than 800 tickets, they are going to go fast. Guys, it's the great reset versus the great awakening. We know who wins. Uh, ultimately, come on, guys. This is good and evil, where the other side quite literally is evil incarnate. It's just a manifestation uh, of evil. Uh, but yeah, you know, these great patriots here on the left, Mike Lindell's going to be there. General Flynn's going to be there. Uh, Dr. Simone Gold, Dr. Emanuel, Dr. Simone Gold's going to be there. And then she's got to leave and literally go to jail. <laughs> uh, but you know what? Like my YouTube channel getting strikes and me getting put in YouTube jail and stuff, all that stuff is kind of like a badge of honor. You you look at the civil rights leaders and you know what? They got put in jail too. And now there's this 
this bodily autonomy, this medical autonomy um, kind of movement happening. And, and Dr. Gold is, is fighting on the front lines of that fight, uh, bucking the mainstream narrative everywhere. Of course, you know, she was instrumental in starting for America's frontline doctors. Uh, so I am, I'm just honored uh, that she's going to be there. Guys, her being there is reason enough alone to come out uh, and, and see the thing. Um, Clay said it on the show yesterday. It's name your own price for the tickets. I mean, come on. We're, we're talking about world-class guests uh, and me. I'll be there. Um, you know, if, if you're a fan of the show, you can come sit down and I promise you, you'll get, uh, I will give you the time and you can have a spot uh, on the Dramobly show. Um, but I mean, you, you look at this guest lineup, they can charge whatever they wanted. And it's actually truly, truly a name your own uh, price type deal you hit you hit on that ticket thing you put in the price that you're willing to pay and boom uh they're delivered to you all right remember guys check out james rogusky's james rogusky's substack it is jamesrogusky.substack.com link is in the description below and it's also on the screen guys that is all i got for today's show i hope you have a good one I'll see you next time. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by go, you know the you know the thing. We will shut you down, we will cite you, and if we need to, we will arrest you and we will take you to jail. Period. I wasn't thinking of the Bill of Rights when we did this. But no amendment, no amendment to the Constitution is absolute. God actually spoke to me. He spoke about sacredness. He said to me, Kim, what I place in many, many people is sacred. And if anybody touches what is sacred to me, then it is the end for them. So what I've done in the United States of America is sacred. And there are people on every side that are trying to destroy what I deem sacred. And it's not going to happen. This is the definition of criminal conspiracy, racketeering, and collusion. This is not a theory. This is evidence. Because I have upheld this country to spread the light to the rest of the world. When you choose to go against the sacred thing that God puts into the very heart and the soil of this nation. This was sacred to God. This is exactly why I need some action for my people. Hello, everybody. It's an honor to be with you. Again, guys, Reawaken America tour with guests like General Flynn, Donald Trump Jr., Clay Clark. Uh, guys, I am going to be there as well. The stop is July 8 and 9. That's Virginia Beach, Virginia, July 8 and 9. Go to the events to get your tickets today. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Joe Mobley Show. Remember to subscribe and make sure you don't miss out on future content. 
You can always show your support by leaving a review or making a financial contribution by going to thejoemobleyshow.com and hitting support the show. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. To him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. If that was the first prayer you've ever prayed, I hope it won't be the last. Until next time, this is The Joe Mobley Show.